My name is Nathan Gold. I hail from the San Francisco Bay Area and travel around the world coaching thousands of people for high-stakes speaking opportunities, especially when you can't afford to miss. In today's show, let's go behind the closed door of a pitch coach session, where I help people communicate the value of what they're doing, why they're doing it, and why anyone should care. Gabriel, the CEO of BioLumen, wants to change the way we eat. Let the pitch elevator begin. What if I tell you that I could trick your body to think that a cookie that you love, that you really crave every time, um, would be as healthy as a piece of broccoli? And that's uh, pretty much the premise of uh, BioLumen. We've invented uh, what we call a super fiber that can pretty much transform processed food back into real food in the stomach. And um, you know the problem is that for the last 50 years, well, actually, our bodies co-evolved with nature, you know, having uh, co-evolving with nature, eating about 25 teaspoons of fiber a day. And today we only eat about 2.5 teaspoons of fiber. Uh, on the reverse side, uh, we were eating about five teaspoons of uh, sugar a day as hunter-gatherers, and now we eat about 20 teaspoons of sugar. So that's created a, a huge problem, right? Like 90% of Americans are fiber deficient, and that created about 86 million Americans with prediabetes. So what is prediabetes? Just having your you know, blood sugar levels that are a little high, but you know, they're not high enough that you're going to be considered sick. But we know that if you don't treat this condition, when you go to the doctor and your doctor say, you know, watch out your blood glucose, watch out your triglycerides, start exercising more or, you know, start change your diet. Well, it's very hard to, sh to change people's like, behavior. So people might try to change their diet for a day or two and then fall into their bad habits back within like a week. So compliance is very hard. So what we offer here right now in the embodiment that we have the technology here is just uh, like a, imagine a two-piece capsule. So you can have your regular meal and the data that we demonstrated you know, from our research in a preclinical study is that you could have your meal and then after your meal, you ingest these capsules and in those capsules, either there'll be bidlets or it will be a tablet form. And then a tablet will expand about 30 times volumetrically and then absorb the content of the stomach and then jellify it. So basically recreate the fiber matrix of real food that we've removed from you know, the time we started to do food, like food processing. So then your body will just see that food digested as if it was real food. And then you won't have all these issues of your sugar rush and then sugar crash. So that, you know, sugar rush, you're going to put this sugar into fat. You're going to, you know, increase your fat. And then your sugar crash, you're going to have those cravings. So you're going to start eating and then you're becoming a behavior of hyperphagia. So eating more and more. Um, so we're just recreating that, you know, normal digestion of food. And uh, the interesting part from our research is that We've actually demonstrated that we can grab the starches. So imagine, you know, pasta and, and bread. And, and these starches become prebiotic for the gut microbiome. So you know, just by eating the regular starches, 
now we transform bread into prebiotics. So we're also helping repair the gut intestinal layer. So that's for the scientific part. <laughs> okay. Is there anything else you wanted to say? Well, what, right now we're raising, uh, you know, 2.2 millions um, as a safe round. Uh, we just got into uh, IndieBio, uh, which is actually right around the corner. <laughs> and uh, yeah, we'll be at IndieBio until end of December. And uh, we're hoping to uh, basically do our first commercial batch within uh, the, last, the next six months and then be on the market probably by January uh, 2020. Okay. So that ran four minutes and 10 seconds. So is that good? <laughs> well, for an elevator pitch, it's a little long. Mm -hmm. uh, if you were in an Uber car and you had a minute before the person next to you was getting out, you wouldn't get past the time when they have to jump out of the car or mm -hmm. elevator door opens and walks out. So I don't know if you were really prepared for a 60-second elevator pitch here or not, but that was a little bit long, mm -hmm. and it was mostly about the product. Mm -hmm. Right? I don't yeah. know anything about you. I don't know anything about your team. I don't know much about your business. I don't know what success. I don't know about the metrics. I don't know about the results. I just know about the research and mm -hmm. the pill. The pill sounds incredible. It sounds interesting. I believe that it sounds plausible, mm -hmm. but I'm wondering who is this guy with the beard? Because <laughs> yeah. you're just a man, and I didn't read anything about you in the back before you got in mm -hmm. here which is typical what happened at a networking event, or they walk up to you and say, hi, who are you? Oh, Gabriel, oh, right. So I'd love to hear, and I'm sure the listeners would like to know, why you, why your team, how did you discover this? I mean, are you a, a PhD scientist? I am indeed, yeah. Oh, that would be a good thing to drop yeah, in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no, I, I mean... It, it. No, I, you know, I, I, didn't, I didn't realize that like we were constrained to a one minute pitch. Like it's okay, yeah, it's yeah. okay. It's just a matter of getting comfortable with the information mm -hmm. and the time that you have to turn a monologue into a dialogue. Mm -hmm. And we kind of tried to make it about a minute, but it's okay, I let you go on just to see how long it would go and where you would take us. And I'm really pleased that you got to the money you're raising. And when I said, is there anything else? Cause I think you said, oh, I wonder if I forgot something, <laughs> which I think you realized, yeah. oh, I'm talking to an investor. Mm -hmm. I better get to it. Mm -hmm. So what are some of the other things that you would typically mention to an investor in those first five to 10 minutes? Yeah, we usually uh, you know, talk about our IP portfolio. So Good. we have a pretty consequent six, uh, IP, uh, six patents issued oh. already, yeah, already and, and eight more pending there in six go. different uh, jurisdictions. So and your team? And so our team. <laughs> <laughs> so myself, CEO, um, my background, so I, I, I got my PhD in uh, neurophysiology and nutrition. So I studied how the brain and the guts communicate to detect nutrients from uh, UC Davis. Mm -hmm. I came from France originally. Worked there, I got my master's in life science engineering and human health nutrition. Uh, and then I went to business school to learn how to take an idea from the lab to the marketplace. I spent the last 10 years in the nutraceutical industry. Mm. Uh, first for the number one uh, supplement company in the world called Nutrilite, $5 billion brand. And, uh, and more recently at uh, Bulletproof, where I uh, develop all the dietary supplement portfolio. So what you just told me there added 100 million pounds of credibility to this whole thing. <laughs> We need to figure out how you can get some of those little humble brag statements into your pitch so that people will say, whoa, this guy knows what the heck he's doing, and he's got the intestinal fortitude to pull this off. The patents and your PhD and all of that just adds up. You just left out some of the really good stuff. 
That was for the surprise. Oh, <laughs> since I'm the surprise guest. <laughs> well, you've been an excellent surprise guest, and I'm really pleased that at least you did finish with what you are raising. And uh, I, I love what you're doing. I, I think you just need to f- just smooth out how you're talking about it. The examples you used were good. The 90%, uh, the numbers you were using, the leading me to pre-diabetes and all of that. I wrote down a little bit of a wishy-washy approach, which m- to me just, when I was listening to it, you went over here and then you went over there and then you went over there. We're in this short, quick pitch. It's just pick one, go with it, and keep moving. Mm-hmm. And for you, I just think you need to give the investor a little bit more about the business and what they, what's in it for them. Mm-hmm. So the three basic questions I always recommend when you're pitching an investor in these kind of elevator pitches, very simple. What do you work after you get your name out of there? What are you working on and why? Second question is, who cares? And the third question is, why should I care? And that obviously turns it around to, okay, so we're raising a 2.2 million, blah, blah, and we expect. Other than that, you're a rock star. You're a rock star. Your accent is not getting in the way of me understanding anything you're saying, so you don't need (laughs) accent reduction management at all. I have recommended that to people. I can imagine. Yeah, sometimes. Yeah, it's, it's actually, a, a, so my co-founder, he's the inventor behind the technology and, and he's Italian, so he has not much thicker accent. But uh, that's, and that has been a, kind of a barrier for him you know, previously. Well, I'm glad you mentioned that because what you need to know is there's a way to fix those things. That accent can be fixed so that everyone around the world can hear and, uh, the word that you're saying more clearly. I never want your accent to go away. Uh, the accent is what makes you very unique, and it's a beautiful thing, especially Italian and French accents. They're beautiful accents. But if the word that you're saying is causing the mind of your listener to go, what? Then we just need to fix that one word. It's not the whole sentence. It's just typically five, six, seven words. You want to play with the word right now? Sure. All right. Say the word F-O-C-U-S. Focus. Okay, you did a pretty good job there. But most French speakers would pronounce it as fuckus. And that, you know, American audiences is going to go, oh, my God, who will say fuckus up there? And it's, that's what it sounds like. I mean, even you're laughing because you know that's what it sounds like sometimes. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. So, but it's not something that can't be fixed. And it's quite delightful sometimes when, when you realize, oh, God, is that what people are hearing me say? And then you fix it, and it's like, oh, now you have more confidence and your listeners will have more confidence in you as well. It's just probably five, six words, that's all. So, Gabriel, you spent about 95% of your time in the pitch on the product, which is an exceedingly long amount of time for an investor pitch. Why did you do that? I'm just curious. I think it's just because uh, you know I'm a scientist before entrepreneur, and I get too excited about the product and the technology, which is always kind of the reproach of uh, scientists, entrepreneurs. But, uh, yeah, no, I definitely should have spend more time on the actual business and probably the IP portfolio mentioning it that was exactly you actually told me why you're a scientist and you you think about the product that's what you want to do you just love your product you just have to remember the audience that you're speaking to and when an investor is sitting in front of you they care about your product but they care a whole lot more about what you your team and the success that you're having and the inventions the patents and everything else that's coming along in a in a one minute elevator pitch to an investor the product needs maybe 15 seconds, 20 at most. And the rest of it needs to be about your team and what you're doing as a company to prove to them that this is something they should take a deeper look at. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
You've been listening to The Pitch Elevator, and I thank you, our listeners, for giving us part of your day. I want to thank our pitcher, Gabriel. This episode was recorded and edited at Women's Audio Mission in downtown San Francisco by Veronica Simonetti, along with Danny Chaparro and Jessica Mao, our assistant engineers. Our producer is Ethan Mayers. Larry Wong and Bradley King are associate producers. Mitchell Tong is our associate director of photography, and Phil Olarte is our webmaster. Check out our website at pitchelevatorshow.com or follow us on Facebook or Twitter. Until next time, and as always, I'm Nathan Gold.